Hey guys, and welcome to episode number six of the Retail Ready Podcast hosted by myself, Ben Wyatt. In today's episode, I am going to give you the summary of my recent trip to Expo West, which happens once a year in California, and it's the single biggest expo when you are looking for health, beauty, organic, natural, or specialty foods. It is unreal. There is 90,000 people who attend this show. It's over five days, and there's over 3,500 exhibitors, all wanting to show you their products that they've created, put blood, sweat, and tears into, and it's also a valuable trip to make sure that you can see what the next trend will be in America, which then will hopefully resonate in the Australian market. So enjoy the show, make sure you subscribe, and if you can, leave me some feedback positive or negative, so that this show can improve and you guys are getting the best quality content I can deliver. Enjoy the show, guys. Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt, your destination for product development, food trends, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. Hey everybody, and yes, today we will be talking about my fantastic trip to Expo West. I am now back in Melbourne, fully recovered, got over my jet lag, and back into work life. But before time ticks on and we get back into the everyday tasks, I wanted to summarize my trip and do a podcast to give you guys the insights and what I learned from the trip, as in the trends that are kicking off in the US, plus also going into a bit of detail around the talks that I went to and some of the products uh, that I found over there. So in this episode, it's just going to be talking about my experiences of the show and why you guys who are hopefully listening are in the food industry should actually try and make um, an attempt to get over there or start visiting a few more shows so that you guys are also aware of what's kicking off in the future. And the show is fantastic. It was a five-day event. It was a full-on trip. The first two days of my trip were visiting supermarkets. Um, We visited 16 supermarkets in total. And if you have listened from episode number one, you'll understand that for me, a supermarket is actually a fantastic and enjoyable day out. So going to 16 supermarkets was an actual enjoyment and I did not think of this as work. So the 16 supermarkets we visited, we went to Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, Albertsons, um, a few independent stores, plus One of my favorites, Aeron, which is situated in the heart of Los Angeles, just just about a kilometer from Venice Beach. And it is one of the best supermarkets I have ever been into. It's uh, a little cafe which sells small batched organic foods. Plus, it also has the latest trends and supports a lot of the new and up and coming brands, which then go on to build into the independence, which then build onto the supermarket. So if you're ever in Los Angeles, make sure you go and visit Aeron, which um, you'll just be blown away by their quality that they have in store. So 
The first two days, yep, was visiting supermarkets and just getting a feel for what kind of products they had on their shelves and if there was any changes over the last 12 months as in um, space shelf, uh, shelf on space for certain products and what kind of trends and claims people were now putting on packs and just getting a kind of feel for what the everyday shopper was experiencing and if any of those products were being um, moved into the Australian market. So that was really interesting. And that lasted two days. The third day, um, which were in LA, was when the Expo West kicked off. So day one, we went to a series of talks. There was a host of different talks being presented. And my very first talk was one on CBD, so cannabis oil, which is a huge trend in the US. And we'll go into more details uh, over um, the course of this episode as what CBD is and where you'll find it. But the talk was called A Trillion Dollar Molecule and it was being presented by a pharmaceutical company who are now doing research just specifically on CBD. And I was blown away. I'd, I'd been to a talk in 2018 on CBD and there was around about 20 to 40 people in the room. And this year... There was people sitting on the floor. There was constantly people trying to get into the auditorium. And I would say there was over a thousand people in the same size room as last year. So that just proved to me from the moment the expo kicked off that CBD was now popular and people wanted to be all over it. Currently illegal in Australia, but is freely available to be used in food and um, pet supplements and beauty, which uh, we found on the expo floor. But CBD in the US is at its tipping point. So in the book from my Malcolm Gladwell, uh, he talks about when products reach a stage of saturation that then turn into the mainstream market and CBD is there in the US. Um, Research has been carried out regarding CBD and cannabis um, but there's even more being done now that uh, more people are getting on the bandwagon and Just for you guys, CBD is being researched into the likes of um, illnesses and trying to solve issues such as epilepsy, pain relief, anxiety, insomnia, nausea, just to name a few. And we're going to find out over the next two years, three years, that um, whether this CBD oil um, is actually a miracle cure for any of these. And at the moment, it's it's showing quite positive signs. Um, Yes, the research is only limited, but there is some positive um, significance in this research. So I'm excited to see what the future brings uh, with this product. And just to show you the enormity of CBD at Expo West was that there were 10 stands uh, presenting this product in 2018. 
And this year alone, there was 170 stands who were presenting um, products with CBD water, CBD non-alcoholic beer, CBD hand cream, like you name it, they were putting CBD in it. Would all those products be successful? Not one chance, but there will be some and there'll be some brands that we'll go into in more detail that have got a more powerful stance and have done a bit more market research instead of just sticking DVD into their product and hoping it would work. But um, that was the first episode, well, the first um, talk that I went to and it just kicked off Expo West and I was sucked in, I was excited and ready for more. Then the day went on with um, a Nielsen presentation. So learning about insights about who the consumer is these days and how they're changing. And one quote which stuck out um, for me was um, by Nielsen's um, talk. And that was that there is a changing consumer and the landscape is, the landscape is changing and People are becoming more aware, consumers are becoming more aware of what they are actually purchasing. And the quote was, consumers value values. So back in the day, people would just pick up a food product. They would just buy it because they wanted that product. Now they're becoming a bit more educated about what is actually in this product and where the product came from. And there has been a huge talk over the media and over the last year of food wastage, um, soil regeneration, agricultural health and farming rights. And, and I feel that this is now building up, building up into mainstream. And yeah, customers are becoming more aware and they're wanting to see these benefits in the foods that they are eating so that they feel good themselves. So yeah. That quote, consumers value values, was just something that stuck into my head from the talk. And that kind of then took me into the show and made me open my eyes to see what other brands were doing in this space. So the landscape is changing. Consumers are becoming more savvy. And uh, yeah, people can't just be creating products just for product's sake. They need to have a purpose behind this product. And the more values that they can tap into, I just feel that the stronger that that brand uh, will be a bit more successful in the future. So that was an interesting insight for me. And to build on and to finish that day, um, was even more insights, um, more presentations on, uh, yeah, the changing landscape and how snacking is becoming a huge, uh, growing market. The, the trend for sit down meals, whether that's, uh, sitting with your family for breakfast, lunch or dinner is kind of dying out. People, people don't have the time these days. Well, they do have the time. They just don't want to make the time, um, for these kind of meals, in my opinion. And snacking is a, an alternative. And I believe we need to see snacking very differently and, I can't wait to explore what the future of this uh, means. 
and will be something I will be definitely looking into within my role at Scalzo Foods. So the day went off with a bang and just kept going. Uh, lots of insights, lots of information. And to finish off the day, Nielsen presented the top 10 values consumers are looking for these days. The first one was waste reduction. And it wasn't just a, a claim that millennials were looking for. This claim was the number one important value across all consumer brackets, whether they were young or old or baby boomers, generation X, etc. Waste, redu- waste reduction was the number one important value that you'll be noticing over the, the future that brands are trying to make a positive stance on. Number two was sourcing responsibly. So that was going into more details. Where are brands getting their products from? Are they looking locally or are they just buying the cheapest and um, unconventional product that they can get? The third one is regeneration agriculture. So what does that do to the environment? What's the product um, taking away from um, the farmer? Is it giving back? So something very powerful, those three, and it just changes. These are not values in the way of health, the values in the way of environment. So again, from what we've just been discussing and what we learn over the course of the expo is people are valuing values waste reduction sourcing responsibility regeneration agriculture are all important values on the planet that we live in and then number four was sugar sugar being vilified so people are wanting low sugar claims which is nothing new but it just shows that there's more strength in that claim these days number five was verification where is the product coming from can it be verified as organic or is there someone just getting away with putting false claims on pack? Number six was clean label. People are valuing clean labels. They don't want to see a list of ingredients anymore. They want to see ingredients that they know of and they don't want as many ingredients in um, their food that they're eating. Number seven, which is a growing claim in my, a growing value in my eyes is healthy microbium. So healthy gut. People are seeing gut health as a important aspect in their day to day consumer values. And yeah, I think that one will just keep growing. I don't think that will be leaving the top 10 anytime soon. Number eight was craft and artisanal. So people are wanting to see small batch. They're wanting to see handcrafted. They're wanting to see going back to basics. Can it be done um, on a large scale? I think people are going to have to work hard on this one, but it is a value that people want to see. They're willing to pay more to see this kind of uh, process within their food so that it brings back that home cooking feel. So let's see how that one goes on. Number nine was allergens and intolerances. So still up there, people are valuing that they want a, again, clean ingredient deck and they don't want um, 
allergens to cause them any issues and intolerances. So the likes of gluten-free has been popular over the last five to ten years and more and more um, allergens are being presented and people just want to make sure that there are products on the market for them and they, they are valuing this. And healing diets is number 10. So that one is uh, touching on um, can food be thy medicine, uh, going back to the quote, um, and what can be done in that space. So they're the 10 values. One, two, and three, in my opinion, were just the clear eye-openers in the way people are valuing uh, their food and um, the reasons they're buying into stuff uh, to help save the planet. So day one was just a absolute um, full-on action-packed day learning about the modern consumer and it was safe to say good night's sleep ready for day two three and four which was exploring the floor um, and getting to see and getting to eat getting to touch all the different brands that were being presented and in total there were 3,521 exhibitors at the show with 600 first-time exhibitors. So this just shows you that the enormity of the show, but also that 600 new exhibitors are presented, uh, being presenting at Expo West that shows you that this is the place to go to look at new trends. So there was a lot to see. We were clocking up around about 25 to 30,000 steps each day just getting through the halls and I went to the show with a purpose. My sh my purpose was to try and identify new opportunities and to see which products would resonate within the Australian market and kind of put a time frame um, on this. So let's go straight into the three key trends that I saw when uh, walking the expo floor. And the first one, we touched on this before, was CBD. So CBD, short for cannabinoids, which are one of the 104 chemical compounds which can be found in the cannabis plant. So it's a naturally occurring substance. Uh, it's been known for over 100 years. However, it's only now with modern technologies and research that people are now finding out the the huge benefits that this compound has on the human body. And it's extracted and sometimes um, put with a carrier oil such as hemp seed or coconut. And you have your CBD oil. It doesn't have any so psychoactive substances which um, cannabis has such as the THC, so tetrahydrocannabid oil, which is a mouthful, but hopefully got that right. And that is the psychoactive substance in cannabis. However, when you extract the CBD from the cannabis plant, you then get all the health properties that were mentioned, such as treatment for epilepsy, anxiety, sleep, insomnia, etc., and CBD was in everything, you name it, ice cream, water, beer, yogurt, it was in the lot. 
Will these brands succeed over the long run? Probably not, because there were some products that were not the greatest, but they were just being strengthened by having the CBD claim on pack. So once more brands come to the market selling a better alternative, then these brands need to succeed in making sure that their product actually is of good quality because consumers are savvy and they will just see through this um, once they uh, start to realize the the trend and more products come to the market. So CBD was huge and another huge trend was the keto diet. So not really as big in Australia as um, the US, but is starting to make traction in the way of um, products being seen over here. So keto, which is short for ketosis, is a natural state for the body. People forget that the body constantly goes into ketosis. So when you wake up after sleeping for eight hours, nine hours, 10 hours, etc., your body is in ketosis. It has had no fuel over the time you've been sleeping. So it is working um, to burn fat for energy. So with sugar being vilified and carbs being the enemy, Keto is making a huge stance uh, within Expo West. And as well as seeing products in the supermarket tour the first two days, Keto was making a huge presence on shelf there. So at the Expo, everyone was playing again in the Keto space. There was Keto popcorn. There was Keto protein bars, Keto-friendly drinks, and Keto cremas, which um, was a base of coconut, powder and um, MCT powder being mixed so that you could add it into your coffee so that then it gave you a real hit um, of energy in the morning. This uh, keto diet was the most Google diet in 2018 and it's just making a huge wave um, with a new way of eating. So fat is in, sugar is out. And I think there'll just be a lot of new products on the market in this space. And the third trend that I saw at Expo West was probably not a surprise to many. Uh, we're seeing the plant-based movement just going crazy at the moment and it's not holding back. We've seen plant-based burgers, sausages, and now we're seeing plant-based everything. Throughout the expo, there was plant-based cheese, which is made from a blend of cashew and herbs and spices, which actually tasted amazing. You've got plant-based yogurts, you've got plant-based milks just going into phase two and three of their life cycle, and plant-based chips um, was another one that I saw in um, huge amounts of different kind of ex expansions of extruded into blends into different snacking formats and I'm just pretty excited by this trend. I I think it's a a positive trend uh, when done right and. If it helps the environment, which going back to the main values that Nielsen pointed out at the very start of the show, that if it's helping the planet, helping the environment, reducing waste and reducing um, the environmental impact through high consumption of foods that we're just 
generating to waste and uh, burning up uh, valuable resources in the world, then I think it's a plus. So the more that brands and um, companies are doing in this uh, format is fantastic. And as long as they taste good, then let's give it a go. And some of the products that we tasted through the expo were fantastic. And especially kind of the plant-based smoothie mixes and the plant-based bars, they're, they're really stepping up the game. And it would just be, in my opinion, kind of like the gluten-free movement, where as soon as people started jumping on gluten-free, the, the products weren't exactly enjoyable but then as more demand is there more technologies more manufacturing capabilities come available the products just get better and better and the development just uh, flows so that was a huge trend it was probably one of the biggest um, trends that I saw along with the CBD oil and most importantly it was a huge trend within the supermarkets uh, one example that um kind of opened my eyes to how big this trend was, was in the supplement space. And we've all probably seen that whey protein powder is the dominant uh, protein source for athletes and individuals looking for a kind of protein boost. And whey has had so much shelf space. There's not been really a competitor. Potentially soy came into the mix, but um, has not been as popular. But now you've got the likes of pumpkin, pea, rice, hemp, all playing in this plant-based protein role. They're taking up a lot of space within this category. And yes, they don't taste as good as whey, but they are getting better. There's now different formats, uh, lower mesh types, hydrolyzed and smoother tasting profiles within this space. But with good blends, good flavors, it's only going to get better and excited to see where. And those three were the biggest trends that I was seeing from a macro level at the expo. So you had the CBD movement, keto and plant-based basically going into every product known to man. One smaller micro trend that I was noticing was brands upgrading their claims as well as their product titles on pack. And it was small but common. And to point this out, it was brands who wanted to call out locations, the how the animal or how the the ingredients were raised and how the process of that product was made. So for examples, a lot of brands, instead of just calling out sausage, they were calling out grass-fed organic sausage or organic ghee or small batch cold-pressed HPP technologies. Um, a lot to do with the grade of board in their packaging, um, location of ingredients if it was sourced from small farms, local farms. And I just enjoyed seeing this small kind of trend and whether it'll escalate uh, even further with, again, going into the values mentioned before that locality and sourcing better is a value that consumers are really looking into. And it's just something that makes that brand stand out against its competitor if it has that point of difference and if they've actually cared to see where um, 
the product is coming from and if they can source the ingredients better. So something uh, very small, but I just wanted to point it out that it was something that I saw. So after two days of visiting 16 supermarkets, a full day listening to a load of insights and consumer-driven research, and then three further days walking the expo floor, it was safe to say that I was tired. However, I had seen and eaten and heard a lot of valuable information and seen a lot of products that I could then come back to Australia and analyze and work out a plan of moving forward with Scalzo, the company I work for, and really drive um, new products into the Australian market for a growing trend. So great trip highly recommend it to anyone who is thinking about going to expo west whether you're a manufacturer ingredient supplier um retailer or just someone who is really interested in the health movement and where foods start and one thing i want to do talk uh, very briefly is that it was mentioned before that there was over 3000 exhibitors um all with fantastic products but we've got to realize 90% of these brands will never make it to the mainstream. And a lot of money and a lot of time and effort goes into these expos, but it's just going back to the basics as do people have products that consumers buy? And it's all well and good talking about these great trends. It just needs to resonate with the consumer and I think there was a few uh, products that I saw that will be coming to Australia. Um, there's one in particular that I won't go into detail because I want to work on this one myself. So got to keep a few secrets uh, tucked up. And I was blown away by the technology and the brand itself. And if we can get this in Australia, it would be a game changer um, on the supermarket floor. So watch this space and let's see where we can bring that but they were my highlights and if anyone has any further questions or wants to send me a message uh, directly please feel free happy to talk about anything that I saw and share as much information uh, information as possible and also have kind of a product watch list that I'm willing to send out if people are keen for that as well. So let me know what you thought of this uh, episode. Leave some feedback. Hit the subscribe button, uh, whichever platform you're listening to, whether that is iTunes, Spotify or iHeartRadio. And uh, yeah, we'll be back for even more episodes and uh, hopefully a few interviews with a uh, couple of brands that I connected with while over at Expo West. So thank you very much for tuning in and uh, have a great day. See you soon. Mm-hmm.